Konnichiwa. And howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Sumo Kaboom. Where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah. And it's Bonzuke Week, y'all. That's right. It's Bonzuke Week. And even though everybody on every podcast is talking about the Bonzuke, we're going to do the same. That's right. Because it's exciting, and it's uh, it's the thing that happens that starts to get you excited about the upcoming Basho. I it's love- coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. We've got uh- a Basho coming up in Kyushu. Mm-hmm. Fukuoka. That's exciting. Like the first time outside of the Koko Geekon, right? Yeah. Yes. Since uh, the whole uh, pandemic started. Yeah. Where is it in Japan? In Kyushu. Fukuoka is in Kyushu Prefecture, right? Or state. I don't know. Let me me look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. For people like me who have not been to Japan, I swear I can't remember where anything is if if I haven't walked the ground. Here we go. Fukuoka. Capital of Fukuoka Prefecture sits on the northern shore of Japan's Kyushu Island. It's known for ancient temples, beaches, and modern shopping malls. So that's good. It's got malls. Malls. Including Canal City, Maizuro Park, and it contains ruins of a 17th century Fukuoka castle. So, Ooh, a castle. Yeah. So it is the How does that compare with southernmost island? Oh, southern island. Fukuoka, right? So yeah. Okay, I'm glad I asked. Yes. Northern shore of the southern island. It's like Wellington in New Zealand. I guess. No, never it's been like... to Wellington. <laughs> I got it all wrong. It's not like Wellington at all. <laughs> Wellington's the southern tip of the northern island. No, it would be like uh what is the town that's just across the ocean the town that's across the ocean it's like nelson (laughs) don't don't know (laughs) don't know yeah yeah so it's southern probably balmy and lovely and nice so um but it's uh, i think it's shohozan's hometown so he's all these wrestlers when they go to their hometown they get super pumped and excited and they always do a feature on those people so oh nice i think he's from there i could be also making that up would you like to uh, hear some news, Flash? Yes. All right, everyone who likes to read books, Tadanofuji will have a new book out Ooh. on November the 26th, and the title is called Tomorrow Looking Up from the Bottom of the Abyss. I imagine in Japanese it's slightly different. That's a translation, but it still it still works in a translation. Wait, say that again. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, looking up from the abyss, from the bottom of the abyss. Okay, now I understand the photo on the cover. Because he's looking up yeah, to he's, the sky yeah, he's looking from the up, bottom. And it, it's it, dark behind him. It's yes. very moody. And it talks about his life as a sumo wrestler, uh, his injuries and illnesses from falling from the Ozeki all the way down to the bottom. And it does a little highlight on his mother and his master, Master Isakahama, former Yokozuna, Asahi Fuji, that's his, that's his Oyakata. Also, other little testimonies of um, maybe other wrestlers. Anyway, it's 264 pages of delightful insight into the sumo world. That's awesome. Good and it's a reasonable him. 600 or 1650 or yen. That's 1650 yen. Okay. So that's like. That is reasonable. Yeah. It's like, what, 13, 14 bucks? That's not bad. Yeah. Can we send it to someone here who will translate the entire thing for us? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll buy it for someone if you'll translate it for me. <laughs> Speaking of Ted and Fuji, he has a new commercial campaign coming out soon called Poka Poka Panda. That's yes. another picture you've seen of him holding yes. a stuffed animal panda. It looks adorable. 
Yeah, and it's for, I think, a food brand. He's been doing commercials for them since, like, 2016. But this is the new campaign with him as the Yokozuna. So, I don't know. It's supposed to air on today, November the 1st, but uh, I haven't seen it yet. I've been looking to see what the commercial looks like. I have not seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Also, another adorable thing that's happening. This was the most exciting thing I saw. But Pokemon characters, or the world of Pokemon, is going to be making a, an appearance in the dojo. Um, not like during the matches, but on the Gyoji's uh, outfit, as well as some of the Keshimawashi and the sponsors. Like, we're going to be seeing a lot of Pikachu and a lot of Pokemon coming to the dojo in actually November and January. So they have a partnership with the uh, Pokemon Enterprise. The characters are going to be cheering on the wrestlers. And I think what it is, it's an attempt to bring the world of like children and fun and the world of Pokemon, bring kids more into sumo. I think that's the ultimate goal is to widen the, the scope of sumo to a younger generation who it's been kind of a little bit more unpopular with because look, sumo's hard and you have to wear a G-string. Uh, like you have to show your butt to the world. And a lot of kids are like, no, I don't want to do that. And I think it might be their attempt to bring more young kids into sumo to show them, you know, this beautiful national sport, but make it a little bit more kid friendly. <laughs> I think we should try it out on our nephews and see because if they're into it. We know they love Pokemon. This is true. They the Pokemon have, cards and all that. Yeah, business. they've been trading Pokemon cards. I wonder Pokemon if they'll be cards. like Pokemon wrestler cards. Oh, if so, they would be totally behind that. Right? Yes. Right? I think we should get them some. So, y'all, it's about to get real cute in the doyo. So that's exciting. Yeah. I wonder who will who will wear the Pokemon Keshimawashi. I don't know. Somebody must. I don't know. Oh, I can't wait to find out. We'll find out soon. Lastly, the joint Keiko wrapped up. And um, it was kind of fun to watch a few days of that. You know, we had some big heavy hitters show up. Takayasu, Kiribayama worked out, mm -hmm. I think, all three days. Uh, Onosho, Meisei, Nishikigi, Kagiyaki, Miyogiru, and more. And so um, it was a good, successful three days of joint Keiko. And they're looking good and strong. And I'm excited. I think that that um, nobody, it seemed that nobody got hurt. I might be making that up. but That's good. The guys that were hurt and left the last Basho early, were they doing well? Uh, who do you mean? Like Takayasu. Well, he was there and he was he was doing great and he was wrestling Kiribayama and actually they were pretty well matched. So they kept – I watched the day three and they just kept going up against each other. At least Takayasu wanted to keep sparring with Kiribayama. Okay. And Kiribayama did very well. And I mean it makes sense. He's, you know, a newbie to the Sanyaku and Takayasu is at Maegashira 5 this time. Mm -hmm. So – I think there was a lot more of that, you know, I need to go up against this kid who's now higher rank than me, but I'm clearly, I'm Takayasu. I mean, but a lot of them want to fight him because he is just so big and yeah. heavy. And that's yeah. what some of them were saying. They're like, he's just so big and heavy and strong. Yeah. And it shows my weakness going up against him. So it was good. He was there. He was working out and he looked strong. So to me, it looks like his, what was it? His right buttocks, <laughs> his right butt cheek that was hurt last time. It's Okay. He seemed to be, his buns look good to me. That's good. That's good. I did look at all their buns, mostly. Um, I mean, I was watching their fighting, but. That's mostly what I watch. I mean, I, watch I am sumo. just astonished by their perfect by their little, perfect little round bubble buns. And just. Except for Terranofuji's, 
which are well, very flat. he has a flat butt. So does Kagiyaki. Um, yeah. We're not busting on people who have flat butts. No. I'm just saying I they, can, they have their muscles and, and how they use their body, you know, it's defined differently. Like yeah. with his, with Ted and Afuji, it's the muscles above your butt. Yeah. What are those? The psoas? What are those called? No. They're okay. not the psoas. I don't know where that the psoas would... is. <laughs> that what? would have to be a very, very big psoas. Where's the psoas? The psoas is right next to your spine. It it goes from the very bottom of your rib cage and connects to the bottom of your pelvis. But it's way, it's the deepest, one of the deepest muscles in so your you entire frame. So you can't see it? No. It's hard to even touch. Yeah, but like, it's like that area. That's where he's stronger. Yeah, uh, yeah further but Tarano Fuji's is on his back. Is what? Oh, is... you're talking on the front. No. Well, the psoas, well, we could have a long conversation <laughs> about <laughs> muscles and where they are. Uh, but yeah, Tarano Fuji, I don't think it's a psoas. Well, anyway, he's stronger, but it's above the butt. So yes. that's technical. <laughs> anyway, but everybody else has really strong buns. I mean, of course they have to, but like, it just blows my mind at just the those muscles and Musculature. how huge yeah. those buns are. Yeah. And it looks well balanced because their bellies are so big and their chest is so big and their arms are so big. But if that if those buns were on any average I was person. Just, I was just going to say, what if those <laughs> buns were on your body? Uh, well, I mean, it would I would. I don't know. I could be a TV star. I could I could really go places with that. Yeah, I you imagine. could. You could really work I could that. put Kim Kardashian to shame. You could. You could get so many followers on TikTok Just with buns like my that. my buns. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> Leslie's buns. <laughs> I have big buns anyway. <laughs> no, did I tell don't. you that... Uh, well, everyone, I just did this show where I had to run around in Spanx, which are like sort of underwear and... Um, People who saw the show were like, oh, you know, why were your why were your Spanx stuffed? And I was like, no, no, those are my real butt <laughs> cheeks. My and they were like, no, you ha- you know, you had your pa- butt padding. And I was like, no, that's my that's, butt. That's my real butt. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, OK, well, that was a great show. <laughs> anyway, I never once thought that. I just thought, man. Wow, that girl is in underwear on stage, and she looks so confident, and she looks great. And, well, you're very kind. And I I've, think those are black underwear under there, I yeah, think. I had, yeah, black underwear. Yeah. Under, anyway. I thought you looked great, and you did a great job. Thanks. But that means most of the audience, though, that's not related to me is like, wow, that girl has a lot of butt padding. <laughs> nope. That means they were all sitting there going, wow, I wish I had those buns. Well, I got them. Shall we jump into the bunzuke? Let's. Let's start at the top and let's go down through the bottom and let's just talk about things that jumped out at us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Starting from the very, very top. Did you have a thought about the top? Well, we've got one Yokozuna, which is the first in like, I since know. like, I don't know, 10, I don't know, 10 generations. I'm making that up, but it's like the 10th time in history it's ever happened. <sighs> and, uh, and it's been like since what, 1968 or something like that since it's happened that we've had like one sole Yokozuna. I don't know the actual number of years it's been, but it was the first time that Hakaho's name was not on there for me since I've started watching Sumo. And it just hit home. And it was kind of, I mean, I'm very happy for Tara no Fuji, man, to be 
the lone top guy at the top of all this must feel amazing. Well, that's what a lot of the news was this week, which I didn't yeah. really report on, is that a lot of interviews have been done with Ted Fuji about that. Like, he has had the weight of the world on his shoulders, especially in the last Basho where he's, again, the sole Yokozuna. And he feels a lot of pressure, but he's prepared himself for that. And he just wants to do his absolute best. But everyone likes to bring that up to him. By the way, did you know you're the only Yokozuna on the, you know, of course he does. Yeah. Of course he does. But that's still added pressure, even people asking him. So, Well, I'm sure. And the rest of his career is going to be nothing but that pressure. Oh, it just made me miss Hakuho. Made it all too real. You and, mean uh, Mr. Magaki? Yes, all too real. I'm so happy for both of them, but it was a little bittersweet looking at the top of the Bonzuke this mm-hmm. time. All right, which brings us to Ozeki. Shodai is in the number two spot right below Terano Fuji. What did he have last time? An eight and seven well, record? Both of the Ozeki had an eight, right. eight seven record. I had to look it up. Shodai is in the east position and Takakesho is in the west. Um, both of them did just enough to hold on to their rank <laughs> at the last Basho. But this really surprised me. Like when you look at the top two positions and it's Terano Fuji and Shodai. And Shodai I thought, oh, I know. I would, I've, I would have put Takakesho up there, because Shodai is not injured, and Takakesho has been injured, so that's why I think his, you know, his sumo has been affected. Shodai is just not doing the kind of sumo that you need him to do in that position, and he's healthy. Well, I, I had that thought initially. And then I said, you know what? He's the number two guy. He's the number. He's been Oseki for a while now. And he has learned that it's a tough position to hold on to. Yeah. You got to do a lot to get up there. And you constantly have to have a winning record. Right. It's and tough to And you can't to be there. jump out with injury like a Yokozuna can. Yeah. And, you uh, have to stay and he's in doing it. it. So yeah. I have to give major props to the kid. For some reason, he will always be a kid to me. Never a man. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but I... I like having him here at this position. He's somebody you gotta, you would have to go through. He's a tough competitor. He's uh, sneaky at the edge. That's yeah, for sure. Really hard to get out at the edge. But I do, I do hope for higher numbers from both yeah. these guys. Yeah, exactly. Just get low. If you yeah. just get lower. <laughs> if nothing else, he's got a great attitude to talk about. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? He wrestles a lot better than I do, so who am I to say? <laughs> All right. The uh, Sekewake position, we have Mitakeyumi and Meisei. They're in their same spots, exact same as they were last time. But the biggest difference is there is no Asanayama. I know. Because he was there the last Basho. Right. And now he's He's dropped way 10. down. Yeah. Let's talk about him for a second. Because... I was surprised that Asanayama didn't drop to Komasubi. I would think that there would be one more slot to drop to in Sanyaku, but he went from Sekewake to Megashira 10. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, his record was zero and zero. So. Yeah, but he's been <laughs> dropping one slot through the rest of Sanyaku, and then here all of a sudden the bottom just dropped out. Yeah. I wondered if you knew why. No. There's- I imagine there's... A reason that has to do with just the number. Um, but it takes maybe further to fall out of the Sanyaku than it 
does in the rank and file? I don't know. If anybody out there knows the answer to this question, I'd love to know it. So email us and let us know. Because it seemed to my brain that I mean, he should after have just six dropped. tournament ban, though, what would he be if he was just going down, if he had a zero zero every time and he just lost one rank? Like by the time he comes back, he would be at what, Migashira three? Well, so they have to, I mean, he'll go even further down. Of course. And he'll tank out at the bottom. And Well, and it makes sense to me once you get to Migashira rank. That makes complete sense. But Sanyaku seemed to be different. Because it took him a while to drop out of Ozeki. Well, and right. That's, that makes sense. Once. Yeah. I guess I guess the real difference was just dropping out of Ozeki. Right. Because the first there, tournament would have been, oh, he's in Kataban when he had the 0-0 record. Yeah. And then the next tournament, he got a 0-0. So that dropped him out just to down Sekiwake, to Sekiwake. And now it's just the and same. And now it's a free fall. I guess. Yeah. That's, that's the only way my brain could wrap around it. But if there's more to it, you guys let us know. Okay, Komasubi. Takayasu was at Komasubi last time. He pulled out of the last Basho with an injury. So Ichinojo slides over to the East Komasubi slot. And we've got a new person at Komasubi West. And that's Kiribayama, who got bumped up from Maigashira 2. Because uh, the Maigashira 1s last time both had losing records. So he was the next one in line. I'm excited. He is my new Asanoyama, my new uh, boyfriend of Sumo. I think he deserves it. I do too. I think he's been uh, looking really good. He's put on weight. He looks, his body actually looks like he's crafting a nice Yokozuna body. I'm not going to say it's going to be him, but he is definitely, I think in his interviews, he was like, obviously people want me to say I'm aiming for that. Right now I'm just aiming for, you know, this position that he's at this time. And then we'll think about that later. So he's taking it slow. He does seem to have the big goal in mind, but he's been doing good sumo and he's been, um, he's been looking good and healthy. Yeah. So just let him stay right there. He could stay at Komasubi. Yeah. Get his, I mean, it is the meat grinder position, but he at the last time was at Maigashira two or one. So he was fighting those guys from the first week. So maybe he'll be okay in this position. Yeah. He really might be just fine here. I Yeah, just let him stay here and get some more experience fighting at this top level. I think he's going to do really well. Yeah. I'm really excited to watch him here. And I think a lot of people are really excited for him, too. He seems like a really nice guy. He's got and the best dimples. What it means is next week that we will most definitely do a highlight on Kiribayama. So we are going to be looking more into his background, where he's from, his backstory. I can't wait. To dig into some Kiribayama and some dimples. Okay, that takes us to Maigashira 1. Daesho is Maigashira 1 East. Wakataka Kage is Maigashira 1 West. Daesho is up from Maigashira 4. He had a special yeah. prize okay. last time. And I'm personally really excited to give Wakataka Kage another shot at this rank. He's fighting close to his ceiling, right? right? He got into Sanyaku before and then just kind of fizzled out. Yeah, it was, it was tough. Kind of, yeah, it was really, it really was tough. tough. So I'm super excited to see him back at Maigashira 1. He did really well there the last time he was at Maigashira 1, which popped him up to Sanyaku. So I, I like this position as a confidence booster. Yeah. I mean, the second time around, he's got to be like less stressed about it. Yep. And... um He's fought all these guys before, and he doesn't have to go into this with the just the stress and anxiety that it did the first time. Yeah. A lot of people are hard on him simply because of his size. I don't know. They, I mean, little, little guys can do amazing things. 
Don't yes. count out the little man. Yeah. Yeah. He's so fierce yeah. when I see him out there. I'm like, he looks like he has more heart than anyone else. Yeah, he does. Right? He just, I always think of him as the kid, like fighting his brothers and we're like, oh, I'm going to win. Oh, the littlest kid making the biggest moves. Exactly. I think he could do it. I think he can too. Yeah. Why as not? long as he can continue fighting these big guys and not get hurt, I'm behind him 100%. Maigashira 2. We've got Onosho and Takanosho. Onosho is up from Maigashira 6. Takanosho is down. I know. I'm from sad Maigashira about Maigashira 1. Then, but... but he's going to do fine in this position. Yeah. I, th- I think they're both going to do really well. I here. think he'll pop back up. I think he's a he's a, he's going to be a reliable guy yeah. for a while unless he gets hurt. But Takanosho seems to just be like reliably up in the higher ranks, and he can yeah. hang. I think he's going to get back up there soon. Yeah. So I think he's going to do fine from this Magashira two position. Magashira threes this time are Okidoki and twenty two. You know who I'm talking about. Okinomi and twenty two. Oh, Miyogaru. That's right. So I love it. The old guys holding down the fort of Maigashira 3. That's right. Love they belong it. up there, too. They absolutely they do. They fought everybody. Yep. Yep. They both did very well last time, and they deserve that rank of Maigashira 3. Maigashira 4. Takara Fuji doing a simple step up from Maigashira 5. And Endo taking a big jump up from Maigashira 11 after doing super well in the last Basho and getting yeah. a special prize. So Endo... Pretty high up in the ranks this mm-hmm. time. Magashira 5, Takayasu. This is where he landed after dropping out of Sanyaku. I was sad. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe he'll crush it and at 5 again and he'll be back up a yeah. spot. Yeah, or I think two. he will. I, as long as he can keep that back in shape. I that's know. The thing. And I begin to wonder, I'm like, is this the beginning of the, the fall, the end of the career? Because it's not like it's a bad thing. It's just what happens in the life of the life cycle of a wrestler. Yeah. You wrestle for so long and he held the Ozeki rank for a long time and yep. he was amazing. Yep. And then your body catches up with you and you're like, you can't do your best sumo if through all those years of crushing it. And all those injuries, you tried to heal, but you've never had, like, the time a Yokozuna can take to heal. So your body starts to just, I don't know, give up and crap out on you. <laughs> and then you start the slow, you know, this, I wouldn't say it's the same with Tochi Notion, because Tochi Notion seems, like, far more injured. Mm-hmm. But it's Tochi Notion is the same. Nope, we'll get to him. I know. We'll get to it's him. his fall. Like, is is it? The beginning of the end. I like to think of it as uh, this is his rest and recuperation slot. Yeah. You know, yeah. he Let got, chill he got out. bruised last yeah. time. He's going to do fine from this position. Just don't get hurt. Just take it nice and slow. Like I know you will, Takayasu. And he's listening, I'm sure. I'm sure he's listening. So, you know, let him have a chill basho and he'll jump right back up there. He'll do just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other Magashira 5 is a drop from Magashira 1 last time. Hoshoryu. He'll be back. Remember, didn't he go out last time with like tonsillitis for a couple days? I can't remember. It was like something really, yeah. like a fever and his throat was hurting and he went out for a few days and then came back. And But then he did well when he came back, right? Uh, Yeah. he Well, so. he ended up 
not with a winning record. Right. Which is why he dropped. But, but his tonsils uh, took him out or something. <laughs> yes, something kind of strange. Like he had a fever and he had to go out for two or three days. And I remember joking about his tonsils. So oh, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. If and it then we're like, true. maybe he'll get him out in yeah. between the Bosch. Well, maybe he has. Although that so, would have been in the news, but. I think so. So now I'm kind of confusing jokes with reality. And I can't remember why he went out, but he's back in and he's dropped to Mike Shear 5. So I'm just going to I'm going to skip a few ranks because there's there's a whole bunch of guys in the middle who just like took steps like one step up or one, one step, step down. down and it Our doesn't rank and filers. Yeah, it doesn't really jump out at me. You know, it seems very normal. Yeah, but I I did notice like I was going through the Bonsuke and I was like, "Oh, look, Toby Zaru got a pass of Mike Ashir at eight. Wow, that's where he was last time. He had a record of seven, eight, and they kept him right there. Wow, he mm. slid by. And then I, I kept going and I was like, oh, Aoyama did the same thing at Mike Ashir nine with a seven, eight record, and he stayed right there. Oh, Hidenoumi did the same. Like there was a whole bunch, Chiotairu, a whole bunch they were of guys all close that to their stayed right at Kachikoshi, the same, but yeah. they were like just barely Makakoshi. But that yeah. must have been either that they were like, not inspired one way or another, or There's if... There's a whole bunch of guys with a 7-8 record last yeah, time. Yeah, and maybe that was just them showing either towards the end of the tournament some good sumo, and that's maybe why they, they may have had a losing record, but they were like, but they looked good, Yeah, you know? That's why we'll bump them up one or keep them as or they just are. Keep them right there. Exactly. Well, it like, was they still looked good. Yeah, there were just some lucky, lucky throws of the dice. I mean, that's what's so interesting mm -hmm. about this Bonzuke, and it's it's growing on me more. You know, as soon as you think, oh, there's a method to this madness, something like that happens, and you see, wow, there's four or five guys there with a losing record, and they didn't go anywhere. They stayed at the same spot. Okay, I really don't understand this, but I'll keep trying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we keep going on down. Asanoyama at Maigashira 10. And I think this might be the last time we see him in Makauchi for now. Yeah, he'll, he'll be in Jurio next yeah, time. Maybe the top of Jurio, then the bottom of Jurio. And then it's going to take him a while to climb back up. So bye, Asanoyama. But by that time, for now. when will he be back? I don't How know. How many tournaments? It was six. It was a six. It was a long time. It was like a year. It was a year. And then he's got to climb his way back up. I don't know. We need to talk with some statisticians about that. Seemed like. I remember reading somewhere, it was an unbelievable number. Like, we won't see him up there probably until, like, late 2023 or 2024. No. And I thought, that's way too long. Yeah, but I don't can't know. can't be right. I don't know. We should... You want to look that up? Well, he's I'm... been out of it for at least four tournaments. Three I don't or know. four. I don't know. It seems like he I was forgot what he drop. looks like at this point. <laughs> he looks very sweet, as always. <laughs> And when he comes back, he's going to come roaring back. I can tell you that. Yeah. He's not going to be happy about where he's where he was. And he's going to be like, aha, I'm back. I'm back. All right. Maigashir 11. This is where Kota Nawaka showed up after. I had actually forgotten that he got injured in the last Basho. Oh, and he left early. That's right. So he ended up at Maigashira 11. And I think he's going to just scream here. He's going to be fine at Maigashira 11 and then pop back up. That's also where Ter Terutsuyoshi ended up. Maigashira 11. He's oh, going to okay. be fine. Yeah. These guys fighting at these lower ranks are going to do well. At Maigashira 12, I got the answer to a question I think we all had. Ishiura kept his rank at Maigashira 12. And remember, Ishiura is in Hakaho Stable, and they all had 
uh, well, there was a coronavirus scare right. and they all had to sit out. And so there was some question, are they all still going to hold on to their rank? And that answer is yes. yes. Ishira did. So he's still Maishira 12. Um, and he's there with Hokuto Fuji, who also left with an injury last Basho. Yeah. It's pretty far down. Yeah. I have forgotten how early he left. Hokuto Fuji left really early like in the Basho. Three or yeah, something. like two or three. Yeah. So uh, it's a big fall from him. He was, oh, I can't remember exactly where he was. He was like really high Maegashira ranks. And he ends, he ends up here at Maegashira 12. So, man, I just feel sorry for the people who have to face him here at Maegashira 12 because that's a tough <laughs> opponent. Yes. <laughs> All right. And then I kept going down and kept going down and uh, saw a very, very familiar face. We're welcoming back after a long time away. And that is Abby. Oh, I'm excited about Abby. Yeah. The bad boy of sumo. The bad boy of sumo is back at Maegashira 15 this time. I had to look that up really fast. And I think, I don't think we've ever done a spotlight on Abby, have we? I don't think so. I know we kind of mentioned him in Bad Boy of Sumo. We had an episode about the bad boys of sumo. But he's another one we could do a spotlight on because he's back. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy to see him back. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, I, when I watched him a little bit in Jurio, and by the way, he screamed in Jurio last time. That's it's a new word you're using. A I lot am. Lately. I used it twice today. I'm, so, I like it. Yeah. I like it. He uh he did so well in Jurio last time. He's bigger. He's yeah. like a little bit more full, and he st- still has those long arms and legs, and he just he's like a pistol he just comes out like ah! i hope that's how he's going to approach this oh I think just a will. little bit of comeback you know for everyone oh, you know it's got to feel so good for I him know. but it can't it can't go wrong it can't go bad i know then, i mean everyone wants him to crush it just to be like screw you for doing that to me but, but here i am back i don't want him to have a bad record but in his position now i think he'll be just fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he ought to be able great. to crush the guys in the first he, week that he, he's around. Abby, here's the advice. All that anger you felt over the last year. We know you're listening. Take it out on your opponent. That's right. Just put them down to the dirt like they're nothing. Like listen to some heavy metal pre, yes. pre-Basho. Yes. Let's – or – angsty music and just take it out in the doya. Take it out on Sadanaumi, take it out on Akawa, and Chio- Chiyomaru can take it. He can take it. <laughs> Although they've all been fighting him in, in Jurio and like and before in Makauchi. So they're like, I know how this guy feels. So Yes. All right. As I said, Akawa, Sadanaumi, both are back at Maigashira 16. And Shahosan yes. is back. At uh, Maegashira 17. And he is, I think I read, the oldest man the in the old, top well, division. Well, in the top division, yeah. The other one is the other guy, the Hanakaze, whatever his name is. He's yeah, 51 yeah. who's yeah. like, I'm never going to quit. Yeah, no, but <laughs> no. Shohozan is 37 Seven. now. I mean. And uh, I know there are some lady fans out there who find him the sexiest thing in the world. And so I know they are all over Twitter and are so psyched to see him back. Yeah. And y'all, he is beautiful. If you ever see him smile... He is beautiful. He's got a pretty, pretty smile. You'll never see it on the doyo. He's very sourpuss. On the doyo. Yeah, he's very sourpussy. <laughs> That's not a good word to say. It is. Sourpussy. Yeah, so he's back. So we could also do a spotlight on Shahosan. So there's three men we could do a spotlight on in the mm-hmm. next couple of weeks. 
let's see. Who else is down at Migashira 17? Oh, Kaisei is the other one who's just barely holding on at Migashira 17 after like 6-9 at Migashira 14 last Basho. I don't like it either because I love I Kaisei just love his sweet division. spirit and I'm glad to have him up there. But he just kind of seems resigned and I don't know. Yeah, I wonder injury-wise what's happening with him. I don't know. He just, he just doesn't seem like he's on his, he's just top condition or honestly, mentally or what y- it is. You know what I see when I watch him? I just see a guy who's too nice because he's like, but that's oh, why I like him. That's why I love him. Maybe he just needs to change his Mawashi color. Maybe or that's... his name. Maybe he should be Taisei. Yeah. Baisei. Flysei. Flysei. Mamaisei. <laughs> I say. <laughs> Comes out in like a purple mawashi. Wouldn't, like, what? Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't even recognize him in anything but the he orange. Ju- yeah, maybe he just needs a big change, a name or a mawashi, and then he could just take it on again. He just seems maybe like he'll be good at this level. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll be fine and he'll be right back up to mid ranks yeah. where he normally hangs and he's good. Well, and if not, he'll just go down to Jurio like many of them do. Win and Jurio, get yeah. their confidence back and, and then come, come back. back. Up. Yeah, that's the way it goes. I love watching him fight. I love his smile. I love the way he helps people back onto the doyo. He is a nice guy. Yeah. I want to see him around. I don't want to see him gone. But in the same vein, I love seeing Sour Pussy Man back, too. I love Shao-san. Yeah. And I love the fact that he doesn't smile. And I'm happy to see him back, too. Yeah. yeah. In his hometown, I think. so. Yeah, so that's the Bonsuke, y'all. That's a bonzuke. Hey, before we go, we did hear from several listeners this week after our interview with Colton. So many people really enjoyed that interview. And yeah. I mean, I loved it, too. When I edited it, um, Our, by the way, our sound was a little different because we had to do it over Zoom or whatever we were on. Um, but I pretty much kept all that interview in because I was really fascinated with so much of what he had to say. Yeah. And giving us kind of the inside look at what it is like in a stable and on the bottom end of things, too. That was really interesting to me. And then also the history stuff. I totally, like, loved nerding out and hearing about all of the Japanese history stuff. And so it was a very popular, very popular episode for us. We love that. It's really nice to hear from listeners who are appreciating it as well. It's just, it's validating uh, for us and, and to know that people have sort of similar interests at, as us. It's just nice to know. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for reaching out and letting us know that. Um, I did want to say there was one person, one listener named Minkin, who reached out to us and said, hey, you know that sumo tournament that Colton did that got him interested mm-hmm. in sumo? That one that was kind of put together by Jet over mm-hmm. in Japan. He said, by the way, that's still happening. It didn't happen last year because of COVID, but he said, I'm the reigning champ. Amazing. And it's still happening. Yeah. So let me read to you what he wrote. Um, he said, yeah, that event is usually held at the Akita Prefectural Budokan, which is the martial arts center, usually the second or third Saturday of June. There's only open weight, both men and women. And the Mawashis used are from one of the ALTs. The Mawashis are from a town's defunct school. So long story short, they are dirty, stinky, and old <laughs> Mawashis. 
Uh, anyway, the last one that was held was the 15th tournament. So the next one will be the 16th. If there is one, it's a charity event by Charity Akita, which is a charity organization run by Jet ALTs. If you search for Akita Sumo on YouTube, there's a channel with a bunch of videos and some actually with Colton as well. So you can see these guys and gals competing in this charity sumo event. And I went to the sumo channel and it's really great. It's a different sort of atmosphere. There's lots of kids in the background. Mm -hmm. You can tell they're doing things for the first time, like throwing salt up in the air and the whole crowd <laughs> cheers. Yeah. If you want to watch, you can online. Yeah. And if you have any other ideas for us, if you have other people you want to hear us interview, we'd love your feedback. So yeah, yeah tell us who you want to hear from and we'll reach out to them. Most people are very nice and have said yes. Or we'll just keep surprising you with our sumo content. <laughs> our brand of sumo content. That's right. <laughs> so until later, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. Sayonara. Bye. Bye. Bye.